Hey friends, it's Candace Eisner back with you again, and I have a little mini-sode for you this week, and it's basically a love note from me to you. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everyone, I know it has been a while since I've recorded a podcast episode. Um, I've even had a few people contact me uh, by email or like mention it on Instagram and other places just going like, what's going on? Are you coming back? And those kind of questions. So you know what? I decided to jump on and just record an episode about what's been up with me in 2019. And you know, maybe uh, you guys can let me know by email what's been up with you in 2019, because that's always fun to share. It's always good to know, you know, what's what's up with your business? What's up with your life? How are things going? You know, are you feeling good about how things have been progressing? Are you, are you a little worried about how things are going because sometimes it's just good to share with someone who gets it because probably whatever you're going through with struggles with your business um especially I've probably been there so I can probably relate so if you don't have a sympathetic ear to 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 lean on you're welcome to email me um Candace at happylittlebiz.com by the way is my email all right so before I get into this topic proper which you know this like I said this is going to be a mini so it weren't we don't have a ton to talk about I wanted to kind of congratulate Canadian registered massage therapists, since I know a lot of you listening are registered massage therapists. Not all of you are Canadian, but there's certainly quite a lot of you. Anyway, um, the reason why I'm saying, hey, congratulations, is that massage therapy is finally regulated in five Canadian provinces. Um, those provinces, uh, for those of you who aren't in Canada or who just hadn't heard this, you know, like you're an RMT working somewhere in Canada and you hadn't heard this. It's um, British Columbia, Newfoundland, uh, Ontario, New Brunswick, and most recently PEI. PEI was like a month ago or something like that. Very recent. The reason why this is significant, I mean, other than the fact that the profession is becoming more regulated, more respected as healthcare providers for, you know, your very important skill set is that now that there are five provinces that are regulated, you can apply to become exempt from the most dreaded tax, uh, the HST, GST, you know, those of you outside of Canada, you know, have no idea what that is. But it's basically um, when you pay for the vast majority of healthcare services here in Canada, you don't have to either you don't have to pay for them at all, because we do have, you know, a public medical system, uh, Medicare type system that, you know, a lot of you are aware that, say, if you go to the hospital, you know, unless you don't have coverage for some very odd reason, you are covered, you don't have to pay for that visit. Um, But other types of visits like chiropractor or massage therapy or physiotherapy or a personal trainer or a nutritionist, not, you know, or a dietitian, um, any of those kinds of things, you have to pay out of pocket for those. Sometimes your work insurance will pay for it. Sometimes it won't. Anyway, before we go down the the rabbit hole of how, how the medical system works in Canada, because I'm sure some of you really don't care about that. Um, the reason why this is significant in terms of the RMT thing is that when you go to appointments with most healthcare professionals, there's no tax on the visit. And the reason why is it's considered tax exempt. 
But because massage therapy was only regulated in two or three provinces when this first came into being, this whole you have to pay GST on your treatments thing came into being, um, massage therapy was not exempt. So now that five provinces are regulated, which is half the provinces, yes, I realize we have territories too, but you know, don't look at me. I didn't make, I didn't make the rule. They made the rule. But now that five provinces are regulated, they can now apply for an exemption. It's not going to be immediate. It's probably going to take years. They're probably going to have to lobby a lot for it, but it is totally a possibility that it can happen. So congratulations to all of the registered massage therapists in Canada who are listening to this. Hopefully in the next few years, you will no longer have to pay out the GST HST and that'll make like your taxes a little simpler and it'll make your lives a little simpler. So hey, that's cool. So back to the topic we were actually talking about originally. I just, I felt like that was such a newsworthy item that I had to mention. I really did. I mean, a lot of the people who listen to my podcast are massage therapists. And I think that's really exciting that massage therapy is now being seen as a more respected medical profession in, in Canada. I was going to say in Ontario, but in Canada in general, that's, that's really awesome. That's such, so exciting. But yeah, back on the topic in general. So yeah, where have I been? What's coming up for the podcast? Well, let me tell you, you know, I've been working on a lot of different things. Um, I've mentioned it in a recent blog post, by the way. Um, if you go to happylittlebiz.com slash love dash note, or if you just go to happylittlebiz.com and go to my reading page, you'll see it there. And I just talk about some of the things that have been going on. Um, first off, I just want to say this up front, be totally clear. I am not abandoning this podcast by any means. No way. However, the production schedule I had last year where most weeks I produced a podcast, I, I, I don't have the exact stats on that, but almost every week I had a podcast episode coming up. Unfortunately, that's not sustainable for me at the moment. Um, and I'll get into that in a second. But basically, I'm just here to tell you up until about June of this year, you're going to see sporadic episodes. It's very possible I will find time to release like a whole bunch of episodes in sort of May or early June. That's very possible. Um, but I'm not going to promise that because I don't want to make promises that I can't keep. You know, I mean, here's a business tip for you guys. If you haven't heard this one, um, under promise and over deliver, that's always a really th good thing to be thinking about no matter what your client or, you know, sales or whatever situation, like whether you sell products or you have a, you know, a service that you do. That's always a good thing to be thinking about is like, don't, make big promises you can't keep and don't like don't sell somebody don't tell somebody they're going to be like totally healed after one treatment like even if you really strongly feel that like you can get rid of their because it's a very minor issue say you you know you really strongly feel after one treatment they're going to be okay under promise a little bit say you know well you know it might take a few treatments we'll have to see how it goes kind of go like that you know it might sound a little wishy-washy but then when that person walks out of there and they feel like awesome after one treatment and like they don't even really need the follow-up treatment they might just come back to say thank you that's what I call good service that's the person going wow this person was like a freaking magician I need to get everybody to book with them which is exactly the kind of thing you want you don't want necessarily people to think you're actually a magician like it's actually training that got you to where you are but hey so anyway back to the dad to me in the podcast 
I don't want to over-promise and under-deliver, which is the opposite, right? I want to under-promise and over-deliver. So up until June of this year, I simply, you know, like late May, early June, I simply don't have time to do a weekly podcast like I was doing. That is going to change, however. So let's let's get into what's been going on. First off, I think I did mention to a bunch of you on a previous podcast episode or maybe in some emails I've sent out because some of you have, you know, contacted me with just questions, whatever, wondering what's going on. Um, I am currently in a little bit of a flux on how I've been doing my business. So previously, I was a primary, well, I mean, first off, I used to be a massage therapist. For those of you new here, welcome. I used to be a massage therapist, you know, and then um, I focused on web design for quite a while. Um, these days, I'm not really doing design clients. I will sometimes do it uh, like really small projects, but at, like at, as I record this, I have no web design projects, let me be totally clear, because that is not something I want to be taking on right now. Um, Instead, I'm focusing on coaching clients, whether it's marketing coaching or more sort of a generalized business coaching. I do want to be very clear that I don't do life coaching and I am not a psychotherapist. I am not, you know, uh, a counselor in that way. Um, I love those professions, by the way, like, you know, if, if you do need If you feel like you're going through a tough time and you feel like you need help, definitely reach out to your local therapist community and find somebody that's a right fit for you. Um, But also to say the type of coaching I'm doing is not like life coaching or like mental health stuff. It's more about how to make your business successful within the boundaries of what you define success being for yourself. Okay. And that's where I've been more moving my focus. But as well, um, those of you who didn't know, I went back to school part time last year, but actually part time is a lot of work when you have like other adult responsibilities. I think part time school would be really easy if like I didn't have other things on my plate, but I do. Um, right now I'm taking two courses. Um, when I, when this semester is over, I will have my certificate in fundraising management. And what does that mean? Well, it means I will have, you know, uh, more concrete skills and knowledge to be able to work in the nonprofit sector, either in a fundraising role or in a support role, um, where I do need to understand sort of the language and, um, just the language of fundraising and how fundraising works and what's, you know, how philanthropy works and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, you might go, well, wait a second, like you were a massage therapist and you do this podcast for health and wellness people. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Um, To tell you the truth, over the last few years, I have really felt like the skill set that I have um, which is I web design and marketing and social media and all that stuff could be put to even greater use. And not to say that helping you guys isn't isn't you know important. Um, it is, and I do plan to still have a side business or a part time business um, working to help you guys. You know, I still plan to have this podcast. I still plan to take coaching clients, all that kind of stuff. But I also want to work to help the world, whether it is environmental issues or, you know, because gosh knows that we certainly need help in that realm right now, or whether it's to help um, human rights issues or whether it's to help uh, people experiencing homelessness or whether it's to help other types of advocacy. 
Um, I really do feel that my skill set could be put to use in that world. And getting a fundraise, fundraising education just helps me to be able to work with nonprofits in a, like a smarter way. So where and I might end up in a fundraising role and I'd be happy to do that, actually, because I, I do find, uh, you know, I do get a lot of um, I do get a lot of happiness and joy out of out of fundraising, actually, to, you know, helping good causes, helping people who have money to donate, find awesome causes to donate that money to, you know, ultimately, that's what it's about is is connecting people and building relationships. So that's one thing that's been taking up a lot of my time, both last year and right now, because two courses is a lot when you're when you're when you've got other things on your plate. A lot of my classmates just take it one course at a time and they take several years to finish the certificate. I banged it out in a year and a half, kind of on purpose. Um, Cause sort of when you see something you wanna do, just go and do it, you know? Um, the other reason why I'm kind of pinched for time right now, other than like having house responsibilities and clients and other things like that, is that I'm currently training for my first marathon. This was something I wanted to do for years. I'm, I'm sure that some of you listening can relate, whether it's, you know, maybe you're not a runner, maybe you're a cyclist, maybe you're an equestrian, maybe you're a skier, like, you know, any of you who have sports where you've wanted to excel at the sport and get better, you need to spend time on it. And training for a marathon is no joke. It is, what's my current training? Um, it's somewhere between four to five and a half hours a week at this phase of the program and I'm not even to the peak of the program yet where it's like the heaviest training week. I think the heaviest training week will be over six hours of training or seven hours, something like that. So yeah, that's taking up quite a bit of my time and energy. On um, the day where I have my long run, I often can't do much the rest of the day because, you know, I, I have to kind of plan my whole day around the fact that I'm going to be running literally for four hours or more. Um, so yeah, that's one of the other things that's taking up my time. And I'm sharing this with you guys, because like I said, I think a lot of you can relate. You're like, oh, yeah, I've done that. Or oh, yeah, I trained for, you know, I did a century last summer. Or no, I've got like this big event coming up. I'm a, I'm a cross country skier. Or I'm a trail runner. Or I'm a, you know, whatever, whatever your sport is, or whatever your passion is. It doesn't have to be sport. Maybe your passion is writing and you go away to like weekend workshops all the time to to learn more about writing or whatever it is, you know? So, and for me, honestly, working on running a marathon and working on these other things for myself, like getting the fundraising education and just spending more, and honestly, I'm trying to spend more time with like my husband and, you know, my cats and just my friends going out, you know, for a coffee with them to catch up, just going for a walk. Honestly, these things all take up time and it's not, it's not bad time, it's good time. And to me, that's a very much applying the principles that I want to impart onto you guys with Happy Little Biz and with Life Beyond the Massage Table, the, the podcast. Life is not about hustle, hustle, hustle and like work your tail off until you're burnt out. There are so many other things in life that are important. And if you have things that you would like to do, I suggest you really look at that and you go, okay, how can I make this happen? You know, don't go, well, you know, but I still have to work, you know, 50 hours a week and I need this and I need that and da, 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 based on other people's standards. Now, if you have to work a lot because there's no other way the bills are going to get paid, that's totally one thing. I got that. Finances are an issue. 
But if it's not about that, if it's because like society has told you that in order to be successful, you need to spend so many hours at work and there's no way you could fit in time to train for that event that you'd like to do. There's no way you can take that pottery course you'd love to take. I'm here to tell you no, like really look in your heart. What do you really want? So yeah, that's where the podcast has been is just I've been busy working on some other things in my life. I've been busy training for a marathon. I've been busy just getting getting stuff done um, that isn't the podcast. But again, I promise you, this is not the end. I have way more episodes to share with you guys. Um, and that will be coming very, very soon. Um, you know, like I said, I'm going to have a few sporadic episodes here and there. And then I'm going to probably start a more strict production schedule in probably July. I'm not going to promise that for sure, like late June, early July. We'll have to see how things go in terms of, you know, my, my, you know, new career path with the fundraising and stuff, or, you know, how client work goes over the summer, that all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I'm looking ahead, I'm looking at kind of late June, early July, but we'll see how that plays out. But uh, in the meantime, like I said, there will be a smattering of episodes here and there. The other thing I wanted to mention briefly because I think this might be helpful to some of you, is did any of you listen to, I think it was podcast episode 95. So it was just a few episodes ago. It was like months ago, but it was a few episodes back because this is episode 101. We're, we're, we're recording right now. Um, did any of you think about your framing word for 2019? You know, pick, pick something to focus on. Um, you know, pick... Uh, pick an emotion or uh, a feeling that you'd really like to, it's more about feelings than emotions, but that you'd really like to uh, embody in your life for 2019. For me, I ended up picking joy, um, which you can read about that a little bit more on that blog post I mentioned earlier. But the reason why I picked joy, and I'll just mention that briefly, is because, you know, I spent a lot of time doing the opposite of joy, you know, um, focused on the needs of others, whether it's the clients, whether it's, you know, or like what teachers want or what my friends want or what my family wants and not really looking deep inside myself as much as I should have been, as much as I should have been living that sort of happy little biz principle. And so this year I'm really focusing on joy and it's not to say it's like joy for the sake of, you know, forsaking everything else. Like, no, I'm not going to work. No, I'm just going to lay on a beach with a Mai Tai and be happy all the time. Like, no, it's not about that. It's just about like, what will bring me joy in, in each day? You know, what do I need to do in order to accomplish what's really important to me? You know, or as Danielle Laporte puts it, what I will do to feel the way that I want to feel right? That's, that's her desire map idea. Um, if you haven't read that book, I, I suggested it. it's, it's helpful in, in this kind of stuff. So, so yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys too, because it, it's kind of relevant to what we're talking about right now. So yeah, that's it. You know, little uh, quickie, what, like 15, 20 minute episode we're recording here, just just to give you some some idea on what's going on with the podcast. We are coming back. I'm looking forward to recording more episodes. I definitely have an episode on mental health and, um, both taking care of your own mental health and I'll probably do a separate episode on working as a non-mental health person but working in healthcare. So in other words, if you're a massage therapist and you want to focus on the mental health aspects but you're not a psychotherapist, you're not a psychiatrist, you're not actually specifically trained in mental health and it's outside of your scope of practice, how do you integrate that into your practice? Because it's 
it's a it's really important actually i think that all of us have mental health awareness right because of the stigma and anyway before i go back on a total i could now record like another 50 minute episode about that so that's coming for sure so probably an episode about just taking care of your own mental health i've done them before but i may do another one and very very uh for sure an episode about working in a mental health way or a mental health positive way or with focus on mental health when you're not actually a mental health uh, practitioner. You're not a psychotherapist. You're not a counselor in that way. All right. So that's it. I'm happy to, you know, record this quickie little podcast. I do have more coming for you very soon and we'll have a regular production schedule for the second half of 2019. Until then, uh, happy late spring and I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that, I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table. Click on ratings and reviews, and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers. So I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram. Um, Happy Little Biz is my username. Or, of course, you can head over to my website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.